You would think waking up in a pool of your own vomit would mean you've hit rock bottom. For me, it's just Saturday. At least I think it's Saturday. My brain is fuzzy. Definitely not firing on all pistons. Slowly sitting up and wiping my mouth on the back of my hand sucks my remaining energy. I'm tempted to lay right back down and hopefully wake up. Never. It's not that I want to die, I don't. I just don't want to live my life. To me, my life is just a show, a facade I don don like a thick layer of makeup. I exist, and I don't know how to change it. On paper, my life is not so bad. That's what I tell people, at least. Not everyone can be a hostess at one of the most exclusive restaurants in New York City. My roommate and I dominate the social scene. It's not a party until we arrive. We hobnob with the elite. We are the beautiful people. We are important. Again, that's what I tell myself. Sam, are you alive? Barely. I sigh. Give me a sec. Meadow is not great at waiting. She's a neat freak, and the mess I've made in here will not be tolerated. The ever-present antibacterial wipes assist me in returning the toilet and surrounding floor to its status quo, pristine condition. Too bad the rest of the apartment is a shithole. She apparently can wait no longer as the bathroom door flies open. Lucky for me, my reflexes are intact enough to allow me to jump out of the way before the corner of the door slams into my head. The bathroom is tight quarters for one person, let alone two. Ah, the joys of city living. Were you in here all night? Meadow pushes past, not even waiting for me to leave before she pulls her G-string down and plops on the toilet. Meadow's wearing only a short T-shirt on top. With a body like hers, she can afford to walk around half naked. I work hard to look like Meadow, but the results are never quite good enough. Meadow doesn't appear to have any modesty around me, not like I haven't seen it before, but it still makes me uncomfortable. I guess when you're a model, it's nothing to strip down in front of people. I'm not a model. Meadow pushes me to be more open, more free, as she likes to call it, certainly more liberal than anything I'd grown up with or been exposed to before I moved here. Last night was so off the hook. Meadow continues talking while wiping and flushing. It doesn't seem to bother her that I'm in here, and she never even waits to hear if I'm okay. Was it? No matter how vigorously I scrub my teeth, I can't seem to get the foul acid taste out of my mouth. Tell me you don't remember again. Meadow nudges me out of the way to wash her hands and moves on to examining her flawless face in the mirror. The night of hard partying doesn't show on her face. It's not fair. I spit one last time and look at our reflections in the mirror. Meadow is tall and lanky, with unnaturally blonde hair and breasts provided by a former boyfriend. My five-foot-six frame appears short and wide compared to my friend, but I've always liked my curves. Not so much when I'm next to her. Meadow has convinced me to lighten my naturally dark hair to an ash blonde. I'm not sure it does anything for me. Her skin is golden brown, where mine is more on the pale side, with just a hint of olive. On my own, back home, a lifetime ago, I was considered pretty. Beautiful, exotic, even. Standing next to Meadow, I feel wrong. 
all wrong. I don't need to be beside her to feel wrong, either. My mother was British Persian, and my hair and features come from her. My father, the bastard, gave me my most striking feature, gray-blue eyes that have been passed down through generation after generation of strong Norse peoples. Every time I look at my eyes, I see him and hate myself. I wish I could figure out how to be comfortable in my own skin like Meadow is in hers. I pretend I am, but it's simply an act. And although I would never consider myself a good actress, no one seems to notice. People see what they want to see, even Meadow. Meadow.